Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit and joining me every week is Steven. No, it's Pedro. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro Ruiz, Creative Tech here at Adafruit and every week we come to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is a show where we combine 3D printing and making, not just 3D printing, to make inspirational projects for you folks. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Let's kick off the show with today's coupon code. It's Obsidian. Of course it is. Check it out. Hello, everybody in the chat room. Wow, everybody's hanging out. We are live streaming on all the social networks, and we'd like to greet you all to the show. Thank you guys for joining us. We have some free deals going on. If you go to adafruit.com free, we actually have more than that right there. So let's head on over to the website, adafruit.com free. You can see all of the lovely tiers we're now giving away. These pens, these lovely pens. Check out all the tiers here. They're all listed there. So adafruit.com slash free. While supplies last. Yeah, because we had coasters a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week and now we have pins. Very, very awesome. Very highly collectible and sought after. We also have same day delivery for the fine folks in New York City. Check out adafruit.com slash shipping to see if you apply. Hmm. CircuitPython meetings happen every Monday. Shout out to the CircuitPython team. This is a great uh, opportunity to listen in live in the Discord chat room to see what is going on. Sort of like behind the scenes as they are making all the new versions of That's CircuitPython right. that was released. You can contribute, go in and chat, maybe yeah. request features or report bugs. Lurkers are welcome as well. So if you don't want to chat, you can just listen in. And if you'd like the archive, you can listen in to all the different podcast places. We're now on Spotify as well. I actually checked it out yesterday, and yeah, it, it runs just fine. So check it out. It happens every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Newsletters. We have daily newsletters here at Adafruit. So if you head on over to adafruitdaily.com, you can subscribe to different categories of your interest. You have to opt into it. We do not do it automatically because we do not believe in spamming. It's in our mantra somehow. Newsletters for product-focused stuff happens once a week. You can go to adafruit.com newsletter for that one. Discord is where we're hanging out right now. We're in the live broadcast chat room, but there's lots of other chat rooms. CircuitPython, of course, and you can see in the sidebar, it is nice and tidy. You get all the help you need here. Help with CircuitPython, Arduino, 3D printing, all the lovely stuff. Check it out, and this is where the CircuitPython meeting happens. If you scroll all the way down to voice, you'll see that CircuitPython is there. Excellent. Help wanted. That's right. If you have maker skills and you're looking to pay your bills with those skills, check out jobs.adafruit.com. That's a great site. It's free. It's our gift to the community. I'm, I'm literally warming up my hands on the, uh, the bed here. <laughs> 45C is the perfect temperature to warm your hands up. What's funny is that it's 80 outside, 81. Hey, don't tell them that. No, it's freezing <laughs> out there. Don't tell it's freezing that. in the house. <laughs> don't tell them that. Okay, so why don't we get started with uh, this week's project. This week's project is continuation with Cartoon Network and make uh, Microsoft Make Code. That's it's right. another Steven Universe project. We've made Pearl's uh, spear, we've made Rose's shield, John Park made the gauntlets for granite, so when That's all right. of those weapons combine, uh, just missing the, the, the whip, they yeah, form right. the ultimate 
sword. It is the uh, obsidian sword. So the great sword. Obsidian's great sword. This is one of my favorite swords we made so far. This is awesome. Fully constructed or forged from foam core. Our new favorite material to make such uh, gigantic props that are nice and light and are able to make to hold all of the electronics perfectly in there. So, <laughs> so cool. It's lightweight. It's got the circuit player on express. This uh, NeoPixel strip comes with the alligator clip, so there's no soldering, soldering necessary. How cool right is that? That's a great way to get the kids getting their projects um, up and going. This is foam core. This, so we bought this from the dollar store. So you're looking at a dollar, <laughs> a dollar in materials. Dollar. How awesome is that? Yeah, I really wanted to make a or use the black foam material to make this sword. Uh, the theme of it is actually a little bit more orange, but I wanted I to like stick with black. black. Yeah, yeah. And just and have that's... the orange shine through there. Uh, you can, I do provide all the SVG, so you can cut these out with a laser cutter. I cut this out by hand, yeah. painstakingly doing all of the kanji lettering that's on the front there, on both sides for the, the blade body part of that. The inner part comes out. So this lifts up. Let's go over the overhead. So this is fully uh, detachable, editable, so you can get inside there, do any maintenance you're gonna wanna do. As you mentioned before, this is using the alligator clips. So no soldering required for that to hook up all the electronics. The LED strips are all just alligator clips. Yeah, I like how the circuit player is exposed there. That lets you reset it, plug it in, do other things with it. Easily uh, hook up your USB connection so you can play with the animations and the sounds, add some interactivity to that all coded with Microsoft Make Code. Yay, very cool. A couple more little details of the sword here. We have the cross guard, really cool, uh, like two hands, it, it looks like. two hands, yeah. And then a nice little gem in the middle there. Have a nice repeatable pattern that you can edit. So if you wanted to make this, if you wanted to scale the sword up or down, you have the repeatable patterns that you can open up in your favorite uh, graphics yeah, Inkscape for, Inkscape. The, for uh, open sources, mm -hmm. um, lots of hot, Illustrator, lots of other different apps too. Yeah, so it's hot glue that all of these are uh, used to build up the frames and the sides of the blade body. Um, it's just a quick look of what it looks like on the inside. We have the tang here that is holding all of the components inside of your uh, paper towel roll. Mm -hmm. uh, you can use different sizes for this. This one actually comes from just parchment paper. It's a little mm -hmm. bit smaller, it's so done. it's about uh, 31 millimeter diameter for these. And it's and thick, so it's nice can, and thick. You can take some, some hits here. Yeah, Thick definitely. Enough. So it's nice and lightweight, but still has a nice strong structure to hold all the components in place. Yay. It's out of the way. The gem on the bottom is actually what is holding the pummel assembly together. So all this just slides in, the battery slides in here as well. You can use the AAA uh, battery packs that we have, or I just use the 22 milliamp hour LiPo battery. 200 milliamp. Oh, 2200, yeah. yeah. So it's the cylindrical blue batteries um, that we stock. Yeah, I can uh, head on over to the Learn Guide. Let's, are we good? Yeah. Let's head on over to the Learn Guide. First things first, I actually want to show you what is Steven Universe? Well, we got a guide now. Shout out to Katara for putting this together. If you want to get caught up with Steven Universe, what it is, what it's all about, we have some really nice write-up about it If as you well. are a fan of some of the older anime cartoons like Dragon Ball Z, it definitely draws heavy influences for like the way that they do the fusion 
and I really like the way that they're able to describe a lot of things that are going on in this uh, society, easy palatable yeah. for children and yeah. adults. So definitely take a look at some of the um, descriptions here in the guide. It goes over the main characters and of course the weapons and props that we're building. Yeah, it's not just like a fun kid show. It's it focuses on things like friendship, anxiety, death, grief, self identity, mm -hmm. and in a way that, like you said, kids can understand. Mm -hmm. Pretty sweet. All right, so your guide is over here. It's a separate guide. It's on the front page of learn.adafruit.com. The overview page will kind of walk you through what you need to get this going. Really, all you need is a circuit playground, a battery pack, some alligator clips, and the NeoPixel strip. It's a nice one. And nice low cost, perfect for uh, classrooms or workshops. That's right. Um, some other things, hobby knives, the cardstock, glue stick, hot glue, colored markers. And if you have access to one, a vinyl cutter can help you uh, print out, cut out those, um, the main shapes, right? Yeah. You Quickly can always just print it out and lay it on like. top as well. Yeah. Let's take a look at uh, this template here. So there's simple little shapes that you all can cut out with uh, scissors or, like we say, the vinyl cutter. Yeah. Uh, initially, I did use the vinyl cutter just because of the fine detail that all the kanji lettering uh, it was a real pain in the butt to do. Uh, so all of these, of course, the SVGs, you can down all of the, download all of these. You can edit them if you want to have uh, these not stenciled out. If you can take a look, these are all connected so that the circles for like the O don't fall through. You can actually just glue those onto the fusion, but I chose to go the route of having these uh, converted into like a, a stencil. How do you feel about a laser cutter now, Pedro? <laughs> That would have been, would have been very easy. helpful since yeah. I did have to cut these multiple times. How long did it take you? Like an hour to cut down? I the don't pieces? know. You lost track. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But still, vinyl color definitely helps you with the templates. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you would have had to cut that with scissors and cut it kind of twice, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, let's move on to the learn guide as we went over the overview. We've got some lovely products all in stock. Wow. Circuit diagram is pretty self-explanatory, but hey. Here are the pads that we're using. We're using voltage, we're using ground, and A0. But you can switch that around if you want. Yeah, uh, I would recommend doing it this way just because of the orientation that you want to have your USB uh, port. Good so it's point. pointing out of the gem, so you can easily reprogram that. And the battery uh, JST port for that uh, will point it right into the handle. So that's why it's uh, assembled that way. Excellent. All right, and then we have a quick note here on the breakout of uh, the pins on the circuit playground. And then Excellent. another shout out to the easy way to add extension cords to mm -hmm. your alligator clips mm -hmm. with more alligator clips. There you go. You clip those together and then uh, move the sheathing close so you don't have mm -hmm. any of the wires connecting or touching when you insert those. Cool. All right. Heading on over to the code page, this front area here will show you how to set up your Circuit Player on Express with make code. Mm -hmm. Yep, by default they do come with Circuit um, Python installed on there. Yep. So you're going to have to drop in a UF2 image, which you can download there, or when you edit the code in your web browser, your Chrome web browser, it does let you download a image that all you have to do is drag and drop onto your Circuit Playground and it will put it into make code mode. MakeCode's awesome because it lets you uh, share your code mm -hmm. and publish it and uh, get a good inside look at it. 
Um, so I just click the edit button and here I am. It's pretty self-explanatory uh, and pretty simple. Uh, we actually use the JavaScript portion to create some custom colors. So if you're wondering, how did you get that custom color? Because you can't pick those in the GUI. Um, we switched over to the JavaScript and you can use a hex color editor uh, to create a custom color. Very nice. Very simple and clean too. So tidy. All right, so, oh, wrong page. This one, let me hit the back button two times. There we go, whoop. I think I may have went too far back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's the code page. We also have a nice little graphic here that kind of um, uses words to explain. It <laughs> breaks down what each individual block is doing, and you can see the searchable terms down there too. That's right. Can't use graphic. Yeah. Read those down there. You can, can print course, that out as a PDF if you have a classroom setting, which mm -hmm. is always nice. Yeah. See that download PDF button right there? It's a good one. All right. Also, so let's go to the assemble page. This is how we're going to assemble it. Here's the fun part about this. Here is all the parts you guys are going to need. We provide the SVG. They are all named in each individual layer. Uh, the program that we use to actually cut these out with the vinyl cutter, it's just design space. So if that was able to open it up with all of the name layers and groups, you should be able to open this up into any yeah, vector like editing Yeah, a good one. You have a layer panel and all the nice uh, layers are broken out and labeled for you. Nice great. for that. I also note down how many parts for each uh, separate piece you're gonna need. So two blade faces, three blade frames, the gem connector, the cross guards, paper fusion, and of course paper tube. You can, of course, construct this uh, out of chipboard. Just use hot glue to hold the cylinder together. There you go, like you did for uh, the spear. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's a zip file, and you can download the, the uh, templates that way. Yep, they're just SVG files, and I believe one uh, JPEG, so you can print out the texture for the cross guard. Yep. If you are new to glue guns, we recommend getting a cordless battery glue gun, as it will Save Definitely the day. save the day. <laughs> so you can, uh, you're not getting tied up in that cord. Mm -hmm. So there you go. What the way the body is constructed is that they're all layered on top of each other, but they're actually not pushed all the way through. Uh, what we're doing here is cutting out the main outline for that, and then using that same cutout to remove the center part of the blade frame. And then we're actually gluing it, stacking it right on top, to create sort of like a 2D or a you know, two and a half D uh, shape for that. So it has some sort of body. You can of course go in there and bevel these out so they are nice and rounded out. But you're gonna need three of these and they just stack on top of each other and are glued together, hot glued together. Excellent, sorry. Sheet of paper acts as the diffuser. Again, we're just using the exact same template that we trace this out of, we're reusing again. So we're definitely using every piece of the sword template buffalo. <laughs> every piece of the buffalo? <laughs> okay. Nice. Moving on to uh, mounting your LED strips. There are some little uh, slits that you cut out in the tang that is actually press fitting the bottom of the LED strip together. The top portion is gonna be wedged in when you put the top face over it, uh, it acts like a lid. Right. As we were saying before, we're gonna use our extension cables to have that go through the paper tube, right out of the bottom of the sword there. It's called the tang. 
which is what inserts into the paper roll tube. Pass through the wires for that to the other end. Uh, just quick tip, you can kind of see there, I do roll up the, the, the wires. Oh, you coil them? I coil them up just to make it nice and tidy inside there so you don't have so much wire being uh, just stuffed into there. Mm -hmm. So it's just like one coil should be good enough to uh, pass all the way through if you do make it the full three foot length that I'm using here for the scale. Yeah, a little bit of sword anatomy. This right here is the, uh, the, the guard pommel. for the pommel. Yes, the guard it's got pommel. Some slits in it. Tell us about the slits. So the slits is what we're gonna use to pass all the wires through. We'll insert the battery uh, first and then pass all the wires through the little slits there. Cool. That is then in turn held onto the handle with this longer gem stem. It's like the pommel. It gets inserted, press fits into the bottom of the handle. Yeah. That, you can lay the Circuit Playground Express on top of there. I originally was hiding it, so I do have these additional slits that you don't need to cut out if you don't want to hide it. Um, it'll definitely make it easier in terms of cutting since these slits are pretty close together if you're doing mm. this by hand, so it can be nerve-wracking to uh, you know, yeah. have something cut out and then ruin it by uh, not cutting it evenly. So uh, I definitely like the exposed look of that. Oh yeah, which we didn't get that color, the extra color at the mm -hmm. bottom. Which uh, with these projects, since we have to do them so fast, I didn't realize it looked really good with it exposed <laughs> until we were filming. So yeah. there you go. You don't have to. I'll, I'll edit the uh, the file. So or you could edit include. the file, folks. Or you could just not cut it out. Yeah, I'll leave it. I'll, yeah, you're right. I should just leave it there. Just leave, it leave there. that option <laughs> open for you guys. If you do and do want to hide this. It's just an additional piece that you cut for this that right. is included in the artwork. Excellent. Moving on to adding the detail to the grip. We are printing this out on um, just 12 by 12 sides paper, just the inkjet paper for this. You can, of course, like I said, resize uh, the editable pattern for that. So it's a repeatable pattern that you can use to scale down and the pattern should update for you in your uh, in Inkscape or Illustrator is where I built this in. And we're just using glue to wrap that around our handle and then a little uh, bit of glue at the end to adhere it. Cool. Next up is moving on to building the cross guard. I first printed out the graphics for that and used the same graphics as the template to cut the foam core out of. I'm gonna lay that on top so we can give it that nice thick strength to uh, give the stability when you glue it onto the handle. That's pretty much it. It goes right on the handle. I should have put a picture of this on there, but you can go to the overhead to see sure. how this is being glued on. It's a dab of glue on the center part of that and then on the sides on both of the cross guards. You just want to be careful not to glue the tang to the uh, handle so you can easily uh, do any maintenance work on this or if you're traveling to uh, comic-con or whatever you can break this down so it can fit traveling in. to comic-con if you if you built this in art class in your school oh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna need to fit it in my locker what am i gonna do <laughs> pop it out shout out to modularity designs yeah so the gem is printed as a separate piece i was going to put it on like a foam core but totally forgot just mm. have it pop out like so that. if you want to combine this you definitely could just uh, merge the layers for the gem and the cross guard if you just wanted to have one full printout. But there's options there. You can, of course, modify this to have 
like, I don't know, if you wanted to make this permanent and glue it, glue the cross guards to the blades, lots of different options you can do for that. Oh yeah, you can color in the edges or uh, even cut out that orange cover and make it orange so you can put, put it on top. That's a good idea, yeah, so you can have that placed right on top of there. Well, there we go, super fun. I really like the look of this. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I love so, the kanji that's on the front there. Of course, the whole meaning behind the sword, you know, everybody yeah. fusing together. It's four people that are fused to create this awesome Slight sword that's able to battle these giant mechs. If you're not familiar with it, definitely check out the YouTube videos for the fight scene where this is first introduced. Yeah. Uh, we ran a poll when we did the Rosa Shield. It was between the obsidian sword and the, uh, the whip for this, and the obsidian won out. I like the obsidian sword. Looks so cool. Really like how light it is. Mm -hmm. There you go. Nice way to make a uh, pretty cool sword. This is actually modeled, I think they said, after the master sword. So a couple yeah, modifications. Great flame sword from Zelda. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> the flame sword from like. Zelda. So definitely a good template to modify or good technique for building the body and the hilt and the yeah. cross guard and all that. And of course, uh, my new favorite roll is, yeah, this 31. Parchment paper roll? Parchment paper roll. Excellent. 31 millimeters, of course, chipboard. Would be good, but I, I think it's a little bit thicker than the chipboard, so this is definitely more sturdier. I really like the size of this. Since a lot of the way that they uh, draw their swords on Steven Universe, they're always really skinny. And I wanted, I wanted to keep that look of the handles. Cool. Well, there you go. If you guys want to pick up the Circuit Player on Express for your classroom or perhaps your makerspace, we you do some great deals. offer bundles, yeah. kits, if you want for to buy a whole bunch of them. educators get discounts. So yep, definitely sure check, that out. check that out. We also got a coupon code for you. Obsidian. Super cool. Very, very new phone sword. Cool. And be sure to check out all the other learn guides too on learn.ap.com and see all the awesome stuff that we got going on. Catching up with the chat room. Anything, any questions? Let us know while I warm up my hand. Sure. Quick shout out to everybody in the chat room. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you guys are in the world. We got Danny C, Olinsky, stuff with Kirby, Cy, James, Mary, Electronic stuff, servers, all the things, all the things. <laughs> Gotham, Kathy, Imagination to Form, Yanni, James, Dry Skull, Dry Skull. Who's got the Ashton, Goodfellow, Thomas, Vic, Vic, and then heading over to the Discord. We've got Mad Bugger, Harry, Caitlin's dad's hanging out. <laughs> Uh, Thank you all dad. for joining us. There we are. And Bill Binko. Hey, Bill. Thanks for tuning in. Somebody's asking, or Ashton's asking, do we have Python lessons? I believe we do. Yeah, check out Learn and so, uh, look at the Python category. Lots of great guides. Yes, Ashton, I, there's a lag there, but yeah, we do have Python lessons. Let's go ahead and take a look at what are we prototyping? Uh, yeah, sort of. This is a guide that's actually released. Um, so For a yet-to-be-released product, hopefully this week, yeah. we'll find out. Stay you tuned. can please sign up. I mean, we have a product page, and you can sign up to let us know 
how many we should make. Mm -hmm. That's why we have this. I know it says zero dollars and it's out of stock, but we don't have it in stock yet and that's just the way the system makes it. But if you click on that link there, you get the product page, learn more about the Pi Portal. I probably didn't introduce it properly, but the Pi Portal is a new product that's based off of uh, the ESP32 and the M4 Cortex microcontroller. Uh, it's gonna be a Internet of Things display that can run CircuitPython, as you can see Blinka there. It's gonna do a lot of different, pro uh, a lot of different um, IoT type projects like displaying social stats, um, displaying AP, you know, data from JSON um, data. Uh, we got a lot of demos in the works. So when this product releases, they're gonna be flooded with tons of ideas and working code that has been bashed There's and so tested many. very well. Uh, so, is our GitHub repo public for the code that's being published? Absolutely, it is. You can go ahead and take a sneak peek of that if you wanted to look at some of the code that's going to be released with this. Yeah. So, so basically any website that has like a JSON that has data, you're able to access for like yeah. a countdown. We had a Thingiverse one that uh, displays images. Thingiverse things. We have a, we're, we're making our own API for the products to see when new products are being mm -hmm. released. We have one for quotes. You know, if you look down at the Adafruit header, you can see all the quotes. Yeah, so that's very this interesting. This is awesome. This is a product that uh, Phil's been wanting to work on for years. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, uh, we have all the pieces in place to have an easy to use, editable Pi portal. I really like the name for that. So I popped in the link to the GitHub repo. It's uh, Adafruit slash Adafruit underscore learn system guides. You can check out the learn um, description in the description of this video. It should have it. If you just type in Pi Portal, you'll see all the different um, all the different uh, demos that demos. we have. So we have an Adafruit IO, IO that shows you IO stats. We have one that shows you how many astronauts are in space <laughs> at any given moment in the ISS. Uh, we have a Discord one to show you what the, what the stats are with Discord, how many users are online. We, we have an event calendar. So you will have a birthday or you have a, a special trip coming up. You can use this code here. GitHub star shows you, um, pulls some data from GitHub to see how many stars a given repo has. And you can completely modify all of this stuff. Hackaday skulls, NASA, quotes, Reddit, Twitter, YouTube. Like I said, Thingiverse, a weekly countdown. Uh, did I say Twitter? Probably. There's a bunch, and there's more to come. So like I said, when this product gets released, holy moly, there's gonna be a bunch of demo code to play around with. So again, if you would so kindly, if you haven't already, sign up to the product page. Where is it? <laughs> Where's that product page? There it is. There's the product page. Excellent. Cool. We're we are working so hard on it that we already have some learn guides. So this is a learn guide on how to, how to make it portable using the PowerBoost 1000C so, the, so that you can use any of the big LiPo batteries that we stock. Uh, it plugs right into the PowerBoost and then you can connect it up to uh, any of the three pin JST connectors that are on the back of the board. So really nice, uh, quick and simple guide that shows you how to wire it up. Um, I was wiring it up through the, U through the micro USB, but you can actually um, use one of these guys. I, it doesn't Lots matter which options. one. The power can go both ways, which is kind of interesting. So it's great because depending on whatever pro uh, project you're working on, the orientation of it's going to be different, the power use that you're going to need for it's going to be different. So definitely lots of good options for right. powering it. Yeah, and if you just want to have it plugged in, I actually did a test last night where I just left it plugged in overnight. 
so it was like nine or eight hours. Mm -hmm. um, no burn-in, no problems. Everything worked out just fine. So uh, I guess we can jump over to the overhead and take a look at this. This is a little bracket that I'm designing that houses the um, Power Boost, the 1000 power boost 1000C. 1000C. So there it is there. So it can recharge the battery yeah. and give it enough power. It'd be great if we had uh, autofocus actually work for once. Wouldn't that be nice? Almost. Almost. There you go. So this is a funky looking um, <laughs> very funky looking uh, mount, but the reason why it's in this type of shape is to accommodate for all of the uh, components that are on the PCB. So if you look at it, it's pretty flush. I'm trying to make this as flush as possible for projects like, um, uh, like a, anything that's embedded really. If you mm -hmm. want to, there's so many project ideas like a Pip-Boy, a, um, uh, a Star Trek communicator, all sorts of different things. So the idea is that using these standoffs to mount everything to this 3D printed bracket. And then you can use either of these guys. So I'm just gonna plug that in. And now I can use one of our bigger batteries, like this 2000 milliamp battery that we stock. It's rechargeable. You can use this micro USB port to recharge any one of our batteries that we stock. Whether it's uh, a 2000 milliamp, probably would not go any lower than the 500 milliamp battery. As soon as you plug it in. Now I just need to figure out a good spot for this. I guess I could just tape it here, but um, there you go. And then I can kind of make the wire. So this is uh, a little project that uh, is out already, actually. This is the event countdown project. And what do you guys think that is? <laughs> this is uh, our, our upcoming Disney trip on March 21st, just for three days. And this is, uh, it's not really using internet, it's just like an internal clock. Just it's a countdown. Yeah. Um, so I got 20, 20, uh, 29 days, two hours, and 20 minutes. Originally, uh, PT was playing around with the, uh, the days for PyCon. So he had like this really nice PyCon graphic. And um, I figured I'd play around with it for my upcoming, our upcoming Disney trip. Did anybody find the hidden Mickey yet? <laughs> there's like, there's a few in there. But uh, yeah, this is uh, generating fonts, uh, bitmap fonts live. So you can play with different fonts and uh, you can display all sorts of different bitmaps as well to create your awesome event calendar. So there you go, work in progress. Um, although the guide for uh, wiring this guy up, the PowerBoost 1000Z is already up, so you can play with that. So that's kind of what we're prototyping. And there's a guide already out, as I said. Let's take a look at the guide. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, I really like using the three pin JST wires because it made um, Makes everything easy. plug and play really possible, right? Very cool. So I showed you some custom fonts. Uh, one of the to-dos was also to create uh, a guide for how to create custom fonts for circuit Python displays. Not just the Pi portal, but any display um, that is any display that works with circuit Python, any device that runs CircuitPython, whether it's the Itsy Bitsy M0, M4, or the Feather uh, M4, M0 Express, and even the, uh, I wonder if the Circuit, Play, the Circuit Playground can run a, uh, a display. Hmm, that's a good question. But this guide will show you how to use the open source project Font Forge to create custom fonts. So you can take existing fonts, um, where do I get fonts? I have a nice little list here. Font Squirrel, Google Fonts. Those are some of those are open. About Adobe posts. Fonts. I'm about to post your learn guide for how to actually create some custom fonts. There you go.
uh, the font and font library. All great places to get fonts. Um, yeah, and this is what it looks like with the, um, this right here shows you, this is using the, uh, the GitHub stars demo that, that we were talking about a little bit earlier. It, it will um, fetch the latest stars for a given GitHub repo. This one happens to be the FontForge. How meta is that? Huh? <laughs> Very cool. So in the conversion page, we'll, we'll walk you through the UI um, of FontForge and how to convert an existing font. In this case, it's a Google font that has an open license. It's a true type format font, which is kind of the standard font format, but it'll work with OTFs, which is an open typeface font. There's reasons why you want to make it a bitmap and there are discussed in the overview. Um, and I also walk, so I walk you through step-by-step step on how to create a font. One note to make is that fonts sizes are pretty much fixed when it comes to bitmaps. So you want to create uh, different um, versions of your font if you have different font sizes. I also have a note here on how to optimize your font size, your file size of your font. So um, you can, uh, if your font has a ton of characters, maybe you don't need them all, you can just select the glyphs that you want and then that'll optimize the file size. When it comes to the colors of the font, you can totally change the color of the font. It uses hex values, a little bit different than the web HTML style uh, hex colors. You just need to put a zero and an X in front of it. And I have three colors here as an example to see uh, what is black color, what is white color, and here's a purple color. So there you go. So lots of different uh, hex color pickers out there. I think there's one built into the Google search engine. So just type in hex color picker and that will pull up the online hex color picker. And that's pretty much the guide. John Park uh, actually used this guide to create some custom fonts for his project and it seems to work, so awesome. So there you go. Again, when this product is released, so much goodies will come with it. Working up <clears throat> a bunch of cool projects and more for this. If you want to sign up for that, people are saying that the notification isn't working uh, it's not in stock yet, so definitely just want to have that in there. It's not working. And in it, what way? Yeah, it wouldn't work because it's not in stock yet. <laughs> right. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the in-stock notification won't work until it's in stock. Right. We'll notify you when it is in stock. That's and don't point. worry, you're, we're going to tweet so much about it. There'll be lots of videos released you'll know when it's back in stock. It most likely will be released on a Wednesday, so make sure you use that coupon code. Mm-hmm. If you wanna help us out now, you can. So help us get that laser cutter. Come on, help us get that laser cutter. <laughs> Obsidian. <laughs> I totally want that Glowforge. <laughs> if anybody has a Glowforge and would like to donate it to me, I will put it to good use. Well, Pedro will. Hmm. All right. Go Ooh, ahead and on. jump Let's into Layer by layer. Really useful layer by layer on yep. animating components. Yeah, I wanted to do a quick one on how I use the animation workspace inside of Autodesk Fusion 360 to make these spinning animations of our PCBs. So this is the PowerBoost 1000C. As I was making it, I was like, hey, you know, maybe I should show folks how I, um, some of the tips really, because uh, <laughs> the animation workspace is uh, it's a little bit tricky to work with. Let's put it that way. Anyway, this is a nice five minute video that shows you how to use a joint as part of an assembly to position your, your components so that you can animate them all sorts of fun ways. 
Very cool. So if you watch that and you're interested in how to animate your stuff, take a look. It's pretty simple. This is what the end result is. A nice spinning Power Boost 1000Z. Yeah, joints for the win. I love joints. <laughs> I love joints, yep. Cool. You can download this model for free from our GitHub repo. So check out our GitHub repo. I'm gonna go ahead and drop the link in the description. It's uh, CAD parts. I need to make like a graphic for this. Mm -hmm. I, need to, I, need to, I need to get Since Bruce on this. Be like, hey, make me a cool graphic. Cause I don't have time to make a cool graphic. A couple added weekly. So I definitely want to start that GitHub as well. Yeah, please do. Real quick, uh, Yanni was saying that Microsoft has a built-in font maker. And he links in the Discord if you want to check out. Oh, that's, the, that's super uh, handy. Uh, the FontForge, I probably didn't mention, conversion is just one piece of it. You can totally design fonts in FontForge. Yeah, he's saying that you can just draw it oh, on there and make your custom ones. Yeah, there you so go. That's so very handy. Head over to the uh, Discord chat Discord to check chat. out the link that Yanni posts on Yanni's got Microsoft's built-in uh, font maker. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, Yanni. And that's the Lair Belair. It's a little bit of CAD parts. Asking, Brenton is asking, is the touch screen capacitive? I think it's resistive. I think it's resistive as well. Because I can feel the other, like the other layer yeah. that is actually doing the touching. Yeah. We have a... Uh, it should be in the description, though. But it feels like a resistive to me. It's definitely resistive. I'll put it that. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Yeah, I can feel the layer on top. Yeah. It's running off the battery. Um, if I plug it into my computer, I could quickly change the demo mm. to one of those demos that uses the touchscreen. But for now, I think you get the point. Cool. Are we going to do shop talk? Or I think we go straight to community mates. It's going to be a short one, guys. Uh, this week's community makes mm -hmm. super cool little time lapse of this transformer. That's three cool. printed in disguise. Mm -hmm. 3D printed in scans. Yeah. Let's take a look at the video. So every Tuesday we do a time-lapse uh, video of some designs from the community. This one's in, this was found, you found this one on Instructables? Is that right? Tinkercad tweeted this out because it was all completely modeled inside of Tinkercad. Very cool. Amazing. Yeah, Tinkercad's a free web-based uh, CAD, CAD modeling thing. We used it a lot when we got started mm -hmm. and um, it's a great piece of t uh, great piece of CAD software. Very very Check easy. Check out what you're able to do. It has export options over to Fusion 360, so you can do more complex more complex geometry. If you check that out, he has a whole guide on how to make this. Is MC Lang Lang Langer? Yeah. Very detailed. MC Sweet Langer. video. Thank you. Yeah, take a look at that. Very awesome. Did he paint it or did he dual extrude it? Uh, I think they're all printed differently. Oh. So you, these are all printed in parts. Uh, they just use these little pegs to build the joints. And his name and is Mario. Together. There's his profile there, Mario. And definitely cool. check that out. Is Super he in a mech? Sweet. Looks like he's already in a mech. <laughs> he's in a mech. <laughs> That's awesome. But I really like the way that this uh, simple yet really sweet design looks like. I like a little skull detail on his face. Oh, wow. It focused. Whoa. As soon as it said that, it defocused. <laughs> I know, right? <clears throat> so you didn't, I didn't need support materials for this, uh, but it printed just fine using 100 mi 150 microns, uh, like 60 millimeters a second. 
then support and brims to hold all this together. And the pins here, I'll print separately. Let me just show the transformation here. Doop and kadoosh. Very simple. Little blam, blam. Did you have to play around with the slice innings or was it good to go? So this was another one of those things where I printed it with um, Prusa's uh, custom slicer yes. uh, profiles. Uh, did not come out the best. Uh, we In talked about it last slicer? week. Yeah, we talked about it last week. The what? profiles for the slicer, just regular slicer, came out way better than the, the, the bundle that Okay. Uh, Prusa includes for whatever reason. I don't know what your mileage may vary. Don't listen to us <laughs> like, Just test it out. Yeah, it works. I mean you. we had confirmation last week that yeah slicer uh, Was able to perform every week. Way it's better. different. It's like oh slicer. No, 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 no. Great. Slicer I mean, has been Consistently the the better slicer for the Prusa whatever profile settings that they have on there work best with that okay. uh, with slicer uh, which is, yeah, weird. You'd think that the Prusa <laughs> version of Slicer would be better, but yeah, this came out really good. I the love detail, there's. My Ultimaker. <laughs> uh, the, uh, there's still support material on here, so the wheels would turn if I was able to get in there. Oh, okay. You but, do need supports, correct? Yeah, you're going to need supports okay. for some of the overhangs. It is a Tinkercad design, so I'm sure. You, is it an open design? You, that you could can definitely open so you can up print it and edit pieces. it out. Yeah. yeah, those it's not print in place, is it? You need those pins. The only one that's print in place is the main body part, mm. the arms, like the little studs that are holding that in together. Those are all printed separately. Neat. So you Very can do different mind. colors on there, and then I forget where I saw somebody posting that you can actually use those paint markers to add detail to these. Mm. And if you guys look in the description of the chat room, there's the link to the instructable. Wait, no, it's not. I lied. <laughs> I thought I copied it. Uh, I see it here in the YouTube chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, oh wait, yeah, no, it's good. I just had to scroll down. Excellent. Well, cool. Thank you for sharing that with us, Mario. <laughs> and now we get to go into the community makes. These are some designs that uh, were shared, uh, some makes of, of some of the things we've done. Um, the first one is from Ashley. She made the Fix-It Felix Golden Hammer. Um, that we released a couple whatevers ago. Very awesome. She posted on Instagram. Give her a follow if you like seeing some cool woodworking and 3D printing stuff. So that looks great. The IoT Gmail box was uploaded. Um, a make was posted by uh, this person here on Thingiverse. This is a great IoT project. It will raise up a little flag using a micro servo. Um, with uh, an ESP8266 based microcontroller. So check that out. It uses um, Zapier, I believe, and uh, Adafruit I.O. So you can check that out. Uh, we have a learn guide for that as well. Very cool. Next one up is the face case for your Raspberry Pi. Face case, that is one of the <laughs> fun designs. It's like a domo con face for your Raspberry Pi. Face case, thank you. Gat code for uploading that make. Over on Twitter, Helen uh, posted a make of the Raspberry Pi Zero stand. She's using a uh, awesome uh, the Inky Fat from Pyramony to display a lovely calendar of the month. What a, what a great little device! It's it's so pretty. It's got the tricolor 
e-ink or e-paper, however you'd like to call it. And this, this stand is uh, just a nice way to prop up your Raspberry Pi projects, specifically the Raspberry Pi Zero. But you might be asking, hey, I got a Raspberry Pi B+. What about that? Well, <laughs> shout out to Liz Clark because she remixed the design for the Raspberry Pi 3. So this one is a bit bigger and accommodates those mounting, mounting holes um, for the bigger Raspberry Pi 3. So if you have a Raspberry Pi 3, you got a big display on there. There you go. Very cool. She also uh, released the remix Fusion 360 file, which you can download in any type of format. So check it out. And be sure to give Liz a follow on all the socials. She does some awesome stuff. Hey, here's another one. This thing was pretty popular, huh? <laughs> so we're not done so yet. CJ, There's a couple more. Yeah, no, CJ Davies posted yet another remix. It's a slightly taller, I believe. That's what's really cool about this design is it's parametric mm -hmm. so that you can just change the value it for your needs for your yeah. project do you want the you can play with the display angle i have a mm -hmm. tutorial on how to do that as well yeah or you could just go in there and do it yeah do one thing out. people don't think about is balancing when you add That's different correct. components to it you are going to get a different weight distribution for that so you want to be able to edit that i like that everybody's using the nylon um standoffs mm. we, we have a nice nylon kit and it works really nice with the m3 holes because you don't have to worry about threading them it just mm -hmm. kind of loosely fits tighten it up with those nylon lock nuts Perfect. And, uh, you get this nice secured pie. Very cool. Next one. Hey, you remember Valentine's Day? Yeah, it was last week. <laughs> this is a uh, 3D printed Valentine's Day um, card that's 3D printed and uses conductive paint, electric paint. It's conductive. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you rotate those little gears uh, in Adabot's heart, the LED eyes light up. Yeah, it's the pressure neat. from pushing on the gears to move uh, makes the contact for the battery and the LEDs, so they light up. Makes it look like the gears are generating power. <laughs> it's pretty swanky. Um, we have a learn guide. It's a free design and uh, bare conductive paint. Great use of that. It's actually bare conductive and the copper, copper tape. tape. Excellent. Yeah, very cool. And there's some other makes as well. So check that out. It's a cool little Shout styles out to, and uh, Paul for posting that. I hope. Your Valentine liked it. That's great. And the last one we have is, remember the, the little Mac pie that we made for the Halloween? Noble over here on Thingiverse posted a remix using a Raspberry Pi Zero. That is awesome. It's using a display as well. And uh, he's got a nice uh, description here of what he did to this remix. So you can see he remixed the design to accommodate a Pi Zero. Wow. Also uh, put some nice, uh, um, some I guess you call it signage on the edges there. There's the Adafruit logo and the Pi logo. I love the branding. Yeah, very cool. Maybe he'll paint it or something. There's the um, display and the battery. Looks like he's gonna make a, is that a, oh, a USB port up here. Sweet. Wow, this is gonna be really cool. So check those out. Thank you guys for posting those makes. If you guys wanna share any of your projects with us, you can always add us on any of the social channels. I'm at Ekin and Pedro is at VideoPixel right there. Sweet. We're through the notes here, I believe. That's it. Excellent. Later tonight, we're gonna do a show in Tal. This is where we invite everyone from the community to come and share their projects, whether it's finished or not, whether you have RetroTech or not, come and join us Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And right after that, <laughs> full hour of film with Amar, 
on Ask an Engineer, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's right. Full hour of all the cool news going on, new product releases. We definitely want to stay for that. And questions, prizes, you win by calling in. Yep, you call. Definitely tune in. In. Make sure you turn your volume down when you call in every week. Yeah. Tomorrow is John Park's workshop live at 4 p.m. That's Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Mm -hmm. Check out, hang out with John Park. And we'll do some uh, make code, arcade, make code, make arcade. code, and some live building. So there we go. Lots of fun projects every week. Yep. Cool. And again, well, thank you all for joining us. All of your purchases go directly to everybody here. We don't have any VC or venture capital funding. That's a this big is all supported point. by you guys. So we get to work on all these cool, crazy products and make puppet shows projects. and weird things. And um, yes, please help us get that laser cutter. Come on, I want that laser cutter. Everybody's saying no to cloud-based. <laughs> no to cloud-based? Yeah, no right. to cloud-based laser cutters. <laughs> Everybody's saying in the chat room. I know. <laughs> yeah, you can say that about my Cree Cut too. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> thank you guys again for joining us. And um, again, don't forget the shows are tonight mm. and tomorrow. But until then, don't forget to make a great day. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys. See you tonight. Yeah. Bye. There's this one. Mm -hmm.